This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. The Tulsa Race Massacre, an extremely violent attack on Black Wall Street in 1921. Businesses burned to the ground, people murdered. But some local residents of the Greenwood District want to change the narrative of what happened to their Tulsa ancestors who survived the massacre. Reclaim the story to also include the resilience and strength of survivors. We are joined over the phone by Dr. Alicia Odewale, Assistant Professor of Anthropology at the University of Tulsa. Dr. Odewale will also be here in Chicago on Sunday, January 29th. That's part of a National Geographic Live presentation that's called Greenwood, A Century of Resilience. And in a few minutes, we're going to be joined by another guest to quickly talk about the event and make some connections between Chicago and Tulsa. Welcome, Dr. Hi, thanks for having me. So this event coming up, it's based on a recent research project that you co-created with another Tulsa-born archaeologist, Mapping Historical Trauma in Tulsa from 1921 to 2021. So what were you focused on in this research? Well, thank you for asking. Yeah, when uh, Parker, Ben Wolkenberg, and I first created this, this was an opportunity for us to come home and do work in our hometown. When Before this, I was working in the Caribbean. He was working in Peru. And this is a way for us to come home and do something for our city that had never been done before. What did you find through your research? Like, what is the significance of of mapping historical trauma? Well, we titled it Mapping Historical Trauma because there's been an ongoing issue in our city and in our history that the the narrative around this space and the, the district itself, the footprint of the district itself, has been shrinking through time. And part of our work is to redraw those historical boundaries to not prove, but have more evidence to speak to and bear witness to what has been here before and how these, how the footprint of the district has changed through time and sort of reclaim space and narrative and history and even our archives. Our archives have been so scattered about this history that folks in Tulsa don't have access to a lot of primary documents. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've been able to, we, we've created with, through this project something called the Greenwood Centennial Resource Collection just to document where all of the collections are that relate to Greenwood in the country. And most of them are outside the state. Most of them are outside of our city. And most of them are behind institutional paywalls uh, that aren't digitized. So we have a lot of work to do to reclaim space, reclaim narrative, reclaim our objects and primary documents and even our people and our own knowledge of our heritage. It's it's a lot of work. Well, you you mentioned reclaiming the narrative. What story do you think the current narrative tells? Oh, the current narrative is mainly through a lot of media that, you know, folks that have made the story receive national attention now. uh, It's a lot of imaginary narrative that is either it's two sides of one coin either black wall street as this mecca of black wealth and prosperity that was torn down in 1921 and that's the end of the story and the other side of it is this this forever narrative of trauma Mm -hmm. that things were destroyed and there is no no hope or resiliency or anything after this so my my focus on the aftermath of the Tulsa Race Massacre in Greenwood and tells this story. And that's why we called our show that we're doing on Sunday, Greenwood, A Century of Resilience, to talk about what's happened over 100 years and what, what can archaeology do 
as a tool to tell this story over 100 years. Yeah. And and let's not forget, uh, Dr. Odawale, you are a, a Tulsa native, right? So your research would be extremely close to you. How does it feel to, to be doing this work? It depends on the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I really love being home, doing work at home, having my friends and family and my students and everybody be involved in what, the work that we're doing, that, that feels wonderful. Uh, but to then also be living through and reading through and walking through trauma and spaces that are not, not, always, um, not always uplifting or encouraging to be in, but having to sit in these spaces and try to find these signs of life within these spaces, it's really the only thing that keeps me going because I, I really love to upend whatever people think is the narrative here and let's add to it. Let's add, let's add life to these spaces of violence. Let's talk about this is a neighborhood. Yeah. This is a space where people lived. There were children here. People are living their lives and they're contributing to history. It's not just about what happened to them. So taking a, a step back, Dr. Odewale, and, and just looking at the larger picture of your work and your research, give us the big takeaways that you have and what more you want to do. I think the biggest takeaways I have so far is that there is value in searching, even when people tell you that you're not going to find anything. Because archaeology has a way of finding things that either was erased, intentionally destroyed, uh, or disrupted, and things that were hidden, intentionally hidden. Uh, Archaeology has a way of bringing that back up to the surface. So it, it gives us a tool to add to what we know about this history that you can't do any other way. And I'm hoping that in the future, I'm able to get to this one particular space that I'm really eager to excavate in, where the remains of what I hope to be the remains of my uh, ancestor, Mary Ware, owned a grocery store on Greenwood Avenue. Mm-hmm. We have the, and I want to go dig it up. <laughs> That's Dr. Alicia Odewale, Assistant Professor of Anthropology at the University of Tulsa. Thank you so much. Thank you. Our next guest is Erica Griffin, the Public and Community Engagement Manager for the Chicago History Museum. Thank you for joining us, Erica. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. So help us understand, Erica, what can we learn from the archaeological work of folks like Dr. Odewale? Can can their findings and strategies be used here in, in Chicago? Absolutely. And for me, being a museum educator, I absolutely love the way that other disciplines help us do our work. So, you know, they help us to provide the context to broaden historical narratives and, in certain instances, allow everyday people to make those connections. So through Dr. Odawali's work, through archaeology, reaffirming and confirming places and, and spaces of black activity, that allows key stakeholders, culture keepers in Greenwood and in Tulsa to know this story, to take pride in it and use it to help inform continued efforts to revitalize and aid in, you know, the sustainability of places like Greenwood and bringing her here to Chicago where we now have Bronzeville as this national heritage area um, and that there are some shared histories of race, uh, violence, and trauma. Um, I am hoping that through her work, there's uh, an inspiration in, including archaeology and myriad other disciplines in to Bronzeville to activate activate those same moments of 
remembrance and inspiring and continuing resilience and connectivity. So I am yeah. I am excited to be able to interview her on Sunday. Yeah, it's 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 going to be great. Talk more about how Chicago fits into this, just for folks who may not quite get the connection. You know, I can. And um, for those that don't get the connection, that is completely understandable. We can't make a one-to-one comparison between what happened in Tulsa in Greenwood of 21 and what happened in Chicago of 1919. These are two different time periods, two different places in the country. Um, But some of those sparks that led to the violence, those are more national leaning and those things we do have to contend with as reality uh, in our our country. Uh, When we find either um, social codes uh, seemingly being um, crossed by African-American people or African-American people stepping outside of these designated areas that do provide some instances of safety, then we, safety, we do know that violence can ensue. So the, the common threads here are the sort of national social codes, positionings, and legislations on occasion that have continued to segregate and drive wedges between people along racial lines. And it is it is, are those realities that we hope to pick up on in our conversation on Sunday. But more to the point, we also want to amplify the reality of black agency in both of these areas. Yeah. We don't want to define, sim- define simply by violence, but understand that there were people that were actively advocating for black lives then and now and always into perpetuity in these spaces. So the connection is certainly national in scope and how they've been leveraged in Greenwood and Bronzeville will explore, but really picking up on that continued undercurrent, that reverberation of resiliency and advocacy Mm -hmm. for black people is what we want to focus on. So you're going to be the moderator for this Nat Geo Live event with Dr. Odawali over the weekend. So tell folks what they need to know about the event and where they can find more information before Sunday. Absolutely. So know that we are exploring this story of Greenwood, but definitely through a lens of resilience and advocacy and hopefully dreaming of what the future of Greenwood could be. And I'm hoping also that we spark conversations uh, into the future of Bronzeville. Uh, We'll also be joined by members of uh, various organizations in Bronzeville that have done the work to advocate for the space, for the place, for the people over time, and make sure that they are in front of the audience so that um, should people want to engage support, learn more, that they have those people there and they can access them directly. Um, For information on the program, deeper dives into Dr. Odawale's work, I encourage everyone to visit the Auditorium Theater website, um, get your tickets, and we hope that we will see you there for what is sure to be an educational, illuminating, and inspirational program this Sunday. That's Erica Griffin, the Public and Community Engagement Manager for the Chicago History Museum. Thank you, Erica. Thank you so much.